listening to Nerdy Talk with Dan, the most popular podcast in Raleigh, North Carolina, that covers movies, video games, TV shows, and more. Prepare yourself for an hour or two of conversations of epic proportions. So sit back, relax, and enjoy with your amazing host, Daniel X. Thompson. Hey everybody, welcome to Nerdy Talk with Dan. I am your host, Daniel Thompson, and I am with, yet again, Taylor Campbell. Woo! Woo! Back on. I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it seems a lot of people really liked you in the Fast and Furious one. Well, that's so. good. I had a lot of opinions. So. You did, you did, you did. This week, we're going to discuss the Marvel Universe, Black Widow to be specific, mm-hmm. then a little bit of Loki, some other stuff going forward. Yeah. But uh, let's get into it. Black Widow, what'd you think? I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. Did you? <laughs> yes, I'm like second guessing. But did I? This no, I inqui- did. This is the Inquisition. Uh, I did, because, you know, I think we talked about it the last podcast, how I was like, eh, I don't really care about seeing it too much, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Okay. What, what what was the things you enjoyed the most about it? Florence Pugh. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody I've talked to has said Florence Pugh yeah. is the standout of this movie. Florence Pugh, David Harbour, and Scarlett Johansson's chemistry. It was really good. It's funny that Scarlett Johansson came last. Yeah. Well. Not great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, I, like I've said before, I'm not a big Black Widow fan. Mm-hmm. Like she's not my favorite Avenger, whatever. To me, this I I am gonna say similar things to what you said. I liked Black Widow. I liked Florence Pugh. I liked David Harbor, but I feel like this should have been on Disney Plus. Just as streaming a, and as, not and not in theaters at all. Yes, because mm. it didn't really serve the Marvel Universe as a whole. I feel like, I mean, it had like a couple of parts where I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah. This is where we're headed. Like, there was a scene where David Harbour's Red Guardian character's in prison and he's talking about how he fought Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. And how he like, I don't know, threw him out a window or something. In like the 80s. Yeah. And he was like, Captain America was stealing ice in the 80s. He's like, you call me a liar? And I was like, oh, well, maybe Steve replacing the stones or returning the stones. Mm-hmm. Ended up having to go to the 80s. Which would be interesting. Heck yeah. And then obviously the post credit scene with um, Julia Louise Dreyfus's character. What is it? Val? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's like setting it up for Florence Pugh to be in Hawkeye, supposedly. To try to kill him? Yeah. I'd be like, it seems like stupid for her to think that he had something to do with her death because he's an Avenger, right? Mm-hmm. And she kind of like has at least... In the movie, she's she knows a lot about them, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just like, you know, oh, where's your Avengers buddies? Mm-hmm. You know, but it just seems like the Hawkeye show is, they were trying to plug the Hawkeye show more than yeah, anything. Yeah, which is a show that I'm not really interested in at all. I, I, I was with you, but I recently rewatched an old Jeremy Renner movie, The Hurt Locker. Never saw it. It's so good. I was like, <laughs> and Anthony Mackie's in it too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And this is before, like pre-Marvel, yeah. like maybe two or three years before they ended up in that universe. But mm-hmm. they were really good. And I was like, yeah, Jimmy Renner has been undervalued in the Marvel universe so far. 
And yeah. the show might, he might be really good in it. And you might he be like. He could be. I mean, he was okay in the Bourne movie he did. Oh, yeah. The the Bourne legacy yeah. where he had like superpowers and shit. Yeah. He had to take pills. My issue with Jeremy Renner is just that he looks like everything stinks. Like he smells something nasty. Uh-huh. Like he farted. And I don't like that he came out with that, that app. Like app. the Jeremy Renner app. Oh, yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's a, it was a, it was a swing and a miss. That's but, true. You know, That's it's true. like, hey, so that that might not be that far off in the future. But I didn't think I would like the Falcon and Winter Soldier show. And it was awesome. And it was it was really good. Yeah. So obviously, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. And and Black Widow to me, here's what my issue is is with it. It mm. felt like Diet Winter Soldier. Ooh. It was taking everything from Winter Soldier. Well, a lot of people have said like the last act felt like Winter Soldier. It was like, I mean, come on, you had the fucking uh, flying, I guess, ship in the clouds, Mm -hmm. and then they got to go up there and fucking destroy it, Mm -hmm. and then they got to save their fucking brainwashed person. Widows. Yeah, yeah, brainwash. Yeah, it was like okay, save so, the widows. Yeah, like Winter Soldier, you had one brainwash person that yeah. you had to save, right? But this mm-hmm. one is like, oh, how about a like I don't know, ten Black Widows. I don't know how many of them. Yeah, were and then out. also in Civil War, don't they go back to like the Winter Soldier home base, and they're yes. all like in those like cryo tubes or whatever? Yeah, and I was like, why did y'all make the Red Room a flying fortress? Yeah, that's, that's the dumbest. That, shit. that is pretty stupid. Yeah, never yeah. go full retard. <laughs> <laughs> Because in that, it was like, okay, this was this is silly. Because, okay, the beginning of it felt like it was a grounded, mm-hmm. a grounded Marvel movie. <laughs> like they were trying to be serious. Mm-hmm. And then as the movie kept progressing, it just got more and more like silly. Mm. But you've seen it twice. Yeah. I've only seen it the one time. Yes. So <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure when I watch it a second time, I'll probably have the same feelings maybe. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I know Scarlett Johansson has some feelings about black widows like the story that the black widow movie should be like Mm -hmm. she was like oh i don't want it me versus like a girl you know i want to have like a girl team up type of thing Mm -hmm. you know and i'm like is that the story that people had in their heads for a black widow movie when they first saw her i honestly had no idea what i would want the movie to be because like i said she's not my favorite yeah so when everybody you know after was it the second avengers movie people Mm -hmm. were wanting a black widow movie i was like but why well, okay. I get it because, you know, she's a woman. We want... Well, not even just A that. main woman movie. She's the only one with some serious damage. Like, That's true. As an Because she got sterilized and she has red in her ledger and all the... A lot of psychological back damage. Back history. Yeah, I'm like, that's really interesting to delve into because she's such a tormented character. And mm-hmm. I know people shit on Age of Ultron, but I feel like she felt like a real person in that movie. Yeah. And she is, I guess, in all the Marvel movies, she's constantly playing a role where she has to kind of uh, be robotic. Be robotic. She's whoever you want her to be. Yeah. And I think we see a little bit of who she is in Winter Soldier because I think she has that interaction with Steve in the car, and she's like, you know, I can be whoever you want me to be, and he's like, how about a friend? Yeah. And stuff like that, and then that's how that like bond kind of forms, but. There's so much to explore with her character that I thought they were going to delve into some darker stuff about her being like a female spy in the Marvel Universe. Which honestly would have made a good Disney Plus show. Yes. 
But does it fit the Disney brand? No, it doesn't. <laughs> they tried to get they tried to get into sex trafficking in the first ten minutes mm-hmm. of the movie, which I was like, that's cool to discuss because that's something that needs to be talked, talked about. about yeah. yeah, and you know, like that aspect. They tried to sugarcoat it, but I was like, oh wait, so Natasha technically has been sex trafficked as a spy. You know, they've sterilized her, but she has to go out yeah. and do these do, missions yeah. and do people literally <laughs> you know and it's just like okay well let's explore that let's explore some interesting mm-hmm. i don't know there there was just a lot of things i wish they had done in this movie that because they added so many more people to it it just took away from natasha's character yeah i, I can see that and like this is completely not completely different but like a different topic was the opening credits and how we haven't i feel like i could be wrong we haven't had an opening credits like that in a while for any movie where it like goes through all the names that's like very 2000-y like usually you just go in the action started starts and you see like the names at the bottom yeah you don't have like a whole intro that was which was weird that was them going back to like 2008 marvel movies yeah like incredible hulk is the only other one in the Marvel movies. That, that had an opening like that. I mean, that is... I, I, I told you I rewatched that recently. Mm-hmm. That opening, like the opening credits to that movie, tell you everything you need to know and you're caught up to speed. Yeah. And it's like, you know, they, they like touched on everything. And I was like, what, where has this been? And like, I for, legitimately forgot that tone existed in mm-hmm. the Marvel universe, you know. Because what, 2008 was... Long ass time ago. (laughs) (laughs) Was in high high school. We we were freshmen. Oh, ew. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just like, you know, I remember that time and, you know, it was like, people were like, oh, it's like, you know, I heard Iron Man's at at the end of the movie, you know, and something people were getting hyped. But Mm -hmm. for this, there's not that. It's just. Because you also know that this isn't going to go anywhere because in between the movies that Mm -hmm. have already come out. Yes. But, like I said, the post-credit scene, that's leading up to something. Either <laughs> Dark Avengers or Thunderbolts, whatever you want to say. But yeah. Oh, that would be sweet. That would be sick. And he, I was also like thinking that maybe um, Florence Pugh and David Harbour's characters kind of like blipped. Oh. Like maybe they were part of the whole thing, and that's why Natasha was so like distraught in Endgame, because she literally lost everybody. Mm-hmm. And that's why Florence Pugh didn't really look aged when she goes to Natasha's grave. grave. Yeah. No, that's a that's a valid theory because, like, you know, at the end of the movie, before we get that cut scene, mm-hmm. or before we get that scene, there's the scene where she's being left behind by... Natasha's being left behind by, you know, Yelena and all those other people, and Thunderbolt Ross is coming. Mm-hmm. Why did I say Thunderbolt Ross? <laughs> I was just going with that's it. My comic book, that's my comic book like knowledge coming into play. But uh, he, yeah, he was coming in with the Humvees and we just see her looking heroic and then it cuts to black and then fast forwards. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so clearly we're going to get like two, two or three more Black Widow Natasha movies before we kill her for real. Mm. You know, like in phase five or six. Yeah. You know, they'll, they'll show how she, you know, ended up escaping from... Ross, or maybe she cut a deal. Could be. You know, because I was like, there's clearly a missing gap here between here and when she dyes and, her hair. Yeah. Because the blonde hair, that was Infinity War, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I was like, And she the was... vest that was 
her sister's Yelena. Yelena, yeah. yeah. And she was going to get Steve and Falcon, I think. Because remember, they were like the secret Avengers. That's right. In Infinity yeah. War, they were like a whole squad. So you could get a whole secret Avengers movie. I don't even know if you could call it secret Avengers, but it would be cool to see like Falcon, Cap, mm-hmm. and Natasha doing like some type of solo yeah. mission. And maybe that's like Black Widow too. Yeah. And I, I feel like there's definitely a bigger plan happening. I hope, I hope so. <laughs> I, was, I was hoping that she was going to get sucked out of her timeline timeline by Loki, which would have been fucking great i would have been like yes fucking but i mean it could happen after how loki ended but we'll get to that later yes we we (laughs) shall we shall with okay with uh okay well how did you feel about taskmaster uh i thought it was cool Mm -hmm. but like when they like revealed who she was (laughs) and all that I, i was very confused by the fact that she looked at least six years older than Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Like, it didn't really make sense. Because casting. she was supposed to be, like, a kid when she supposedly died. Yes. So it was just, that kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, it's like... But that first fight was great. It was a great fight. They were setting a cool tone, but again, it was just a henchman. It's like less than Winter Soldier. Yeah. It's like, okay, she's a tool. Like, I get, you know, they were they, they went for the, like, lowest hanging fruit when it comes to, like... Let's make a f- all female movie, mm-hmm. but like let's do like men are controlling women and shit. Like, oh yeah, we know that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like I get it. Yeah. I get what you're saying. But like, can't you dig a little deeper into this? Because and also it kind of ripped off X Men too with Drakeoff's starter because because oh, yeah. the villain in X Men two. I was like trying to remember. It's been a while. Yeah, since the, I've seen X Men two. Yeah, the villain X Men two. His son was a mutant who Charles mm-hmm. Xavier couldn't help. And he, like, ended up brainwashing his son to be, like, a puppet for him to, like, do eye jobs and yeah. shit like that. And I was like, eh, all of this just feels recycled from other Marvel shit. Not yeah. that I'm saying it's bad. It's it's well done. I mean, they got fucking... It's enjoyable to, to watch. Yeah, she had different colored suits. <laughs> <laughs> For the out, she had strip. the white <laughs> and the white suit for the snow. <laughs> for, for, for being in the snow, <laughs> you know, it was cool. And yeah. then I think, uh, you know, like, uh, what else? I'm trying to think of other things. You know what's crazy is that I don't know how far along we are into this, but we have not even talked about Rachel Weiss. No, you want to know why? Because she was irrelevant. Irrelevant <laughs> fucking rent. Seriously, and I don't mean this as like an insulting. Thing. thing to her yeah it's like but you just i mean she's like fucking abusing pigs and shit like i don't want to see that yeah i was i was more excited about david harbour he was great i mean he it was, was fantastic they, even though him as red guardian he didn't have like a lot of like i wanted to see more of him fighting even though he's like fat and old it'd be great they gave him like a bootleg super soldier serum yeah <laughs> <laughs> he was just all mass he's not even like physical perfection it's just bulk yeah. you know so like that would be interesting. I know they're mm-hmm. trying to set up like a Red Guardian cap thing. Yeah. And he like thinks that they're rivals or something, but clearly not. They're, yeah, definitely not. Steve hasn't fucking said anything about him. Steve would be like, Thanos, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, of course you know who I am. The Red Guardian. You know, but it's yeah, like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I'm trying to think of, a, oh, uh, fucking, uh, what is it? Uh, starts to be Budapest. Oh, that whole like 
trying to give the fans what they wanted. Yeah. But not really giving it to them at all. Not fucking delivering. Because we want the Hawkeye, Natasha, Budapest. They say, they because s- they talk about it through the whole fucking beginning. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, they're there, and Florence Pugh's talking about the arrows on the wall or whatever, and then that's it. And then they don't go into what happened. And then when they said, oh, we were, we were, uh, we had to hide here for like four days. And I was like, oh, so they were in Budapest. Some shit went down because they killed Dracoff's daughter. Mm -hmm. They had to do some real dirt for S.H.I.E.L.D. And I was like, this is interesting. And that would have been a better movie to have like. Like like the darker side of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, because I'm like, whoa. I mean, Dracoff is a piece of shit, obviously. Yeah, yeah. From what we have, I mean, we saw him. But it's like, in that context where it's like, okay, you killed Dracoff's daughter. Did they think Dracoff was there? Mm-hmm. Like, there was just a lot to expand upon. And Which they might go back to that. It just seems Maybe. like, but but why start a, for a your Black Widow movie like this? Exactly. Where it's like. It could have been a one-off thing, a cool, like, badass. Like, it could have been that opening credit. The opening credits tone is what I expected the movie to be. Yeah. What it, I think it was, like, a Nirvana song. It was Smells Like Teen Spirit, but very, like, slit your wrist, kind of. Here we are now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, why is it this song? Yeah. Is it? I feel like maybe they were trying to say this movie is going to be more grunge rock. It's- Kind of like the darker side, but it wasn't dark. It wasn't. Yeah, it had yeah. some aesthetic dark things. like Because that's what you think when it's the Black Widow who is a Russian assassin. Yeah. Like you want to see the dark underbelly, but you're not going to get it. Also yeah. because it's Disney. owned by Disney. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, just give me something that that Because I'm, you know, we're getting older. And, mm-hmm. you know, as we get older, you want things to be a little bit more. More adult. Uh, more adult, you know. And I'm like. That has to be a difficult balance to find as an actor in the Marvel Universe Mm -hmm. because there's so much shit going on that it's like, you know, the bottom dollar. And even Kevin Feige, like, he's got to please the younger people, audience Mm -hmm. that that have grown up since 2008 with Iron Man. Yeah. But then you also have the hardcore hardcore comic book people like Mm -hmm. us that are like, we want to get darker. Yes. I want some but you dark have, shit. You have to find the middle ground. There's really no middle ground. Yeah. See, I've always fantasized about doing like a Marvel movie, but it's like, mm. if I if I were to do one, it, I would want it to be like dark. Yeah, rated R. I'd want it M to, for mature. I want it. I would want it to be in Age of Ultron dark territory, but not mm. as philosophical. Yeah, because Ultron could have been like even more fucked up. It could have. I mean, he got away with a lot of stuff. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. I mean, I think Kevin Feige said he wanted to remove the farm scene because it slowed the whole movie down. Yeah. But you need the farm scene. You need a lot of the stuff. I think there was even a plot where... Because if you take that out, it's too serious. It's too serious. And then even like the like slow scenes where they're like talk, like Natasha and Bruce are talking about. Which a lot of people hate. I know. But <laughs> but there was something about it that was interesting because mm-hmm. I would have never put them, those two together. And she was, I, I mean, they needed to do a story where they like really earned that mm-hmm. relationship, but they didn't. But yeah. it was interesting because apparently there was a subplot where they were planning to, after beating Ultron, they were going to run away together mm. or they were going to run away before even the ultron thing i think that was one of the which kind of would have been 
would have been a, interesting. a lot more interesting because then it's not like oh we're superheroes we save the world it's like no these two people just kind of happen to be in yeah. this situation want to get out yeah and uh they didn't even mention fucking hulk at all <laughs> they didn't mention that she was dating the hulk yeah. and i was like that feels a little bit insincere it kind of feels like that that after ultron that they just wanted to fizzle that out because yeah. people had such a bad reception to it i honestly was okay with it yeah. it was just the writing that joss did <laughs> i wasn't okay with what it. about it did you not like because let's really dig into that why do people hate that aspect of age of ultron because he just makes scarlet seem like i don't know like a doe-eyed baby mm-hmm. and it's kind of annoying well maybe that but i would have rather delved into like both of these people are going through the same kind of shit they each have a past that they are afraid of or not afraid of trying to run away away from Mm -hmm. see that's interesting i i see what you mean but i'm I'm like am i making sense no no you're making (laughs) sense you're making sense but like the doe eye thing but i was i always looked at it like that was the first person she was like genuinely vulnerable with like like walls down like Mm -hmm. shields off you know and he kind of like you know, I think it's also because like so he's got the Hulk, which is his monster, and she's got her monster, which is Black Widow with the Red Room. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you know, yeah, who knows how many other like dirty things she's done mm-hmm. to assass like assassinate people and shit like that. Which is also why the movie should have been darker. Yeah, I, I would have loved. But I did. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I know it was enjoyable. Yeah, I really nobody, liked the movie. Yeah, no one's more gonna, than I thought I would. Yeah, no one's gonna take that away from this movie. Is that it was enjoyable, and I know a lot of listeners sometimes think I'm hard on movies, but I'm not. Like I'm just passionate about the movies where I'm like, "Ooh, you could have did, did yeah. done this. You could have configured it this way." And I feel like uh, with Black Widow, like. Even the the Drakeoff, you know, like mm-hmm. he was, he lived up to being that, like this terrible guy. Yeah. But how they killed him, I just was like, eh. Yeah. It wasn't really, it wasn't really a, grat- a, a satisfying death for him. And it was predictable with the way that she got to the point where she could like touch him. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was thinking about it, I was like, mm, clearly she's going to have to get her ass beat in order to. Like, yeah fight him back and that's when she kept egging him on and he kept hitting her and hitting her and i'm like oh well like i like i said yeah she's trying to get that part of her brain like disconnected to where she can actually like beat the shit out of him yeah just like it's like yeah you just have to not smell him can't <laughs> <laughs> you just put some nose plugs in or something like you gotta break your fucking nose yeah. weird and then they even like put the scene the the exposition scene in after she broke her nose Mm -hmm. and i was like that's weird because i don't know it's just like you could have set up drake off earlier in the movie and she could have tried to kill him earlier in the movie and then failed and then you would have been like oh how is she gonna fucking overcome somebody she can't yeah that would have been good yeah and for a second i thought it was a psychological programming thing and not a pheromone yeah, that would have been so much better. That's, like, started off like that, and then, like, her try to figure that out. Yeah. It would have been cool if it was a psychological barrier yeah. instead of a neuro, uh, a, a sensory like smell. toxin type thing. Yeah. Ooh, my pheromones. You can't hit me. I smell too good. <laughs> I'm wearing Axe body spray. <laughs> you can't hurt me. 
Yeah, and then he's like trying to back, or he like pretends to backhand her, and she like flinches. Yeah, and I was just like, that ain't that. That's like, it's one thing for her to stop, to not be able to hurt him, mm-hmm. but it's another thing for her to like flinch and be like, like scared of him or something. I was like, that's a little out of character. For yeah, her. She, she's supposed to be like a tough assassin. You wouldn't flinch like that, especially when she was getting the shit hit out of her in uh the first Avengers. That's the first thing we yeah. see her do is she's getting the shit beat out of her, not giving information. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, that doesn't really tie together well. Yes. And I was in like, retrospect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's little things where you just like rewatch the movie and you're like, does this line up with what I'm thinking? Because some people are confused where this movie takes place, like in the timeline of Marvel. I thought it was pretty clear. You said it was after Civil War. Yeah. Which makes sense. Yeah, because Ross is calling her on the phone in the beginning and he's like, oh, you They're... attacked the Prince of Wakanda. Yeah. You know? And, uh, you went against the Accords, you know. There we go, yeah. yeah. There there might have been some, there might have, I don't know if there could have been an element where they could have added in another hero. What movie was after Civil War? It's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> There's been so many of them, That's though. That's true. Probably, Sp- it was Spider-Man. Okay. Maybe. Yeah, because Civil War was when we were introduced to Spider-Man. Yes, and still to this day. I'm unhappy. <laughs> I'm unhappy about it. It's like God, but we're you know, we're headed to some interesting places, which we'll talk about later. Yeah, things are about to get really interesting. Yes, yes. In this new phase. Yes, and with Black Widow, Scarlet, they're talking about they're they're saying like, oh well, you know, it's the end of my character's journey. But I'm like, we know it's not the end of your character's yeah. journey. Why are you bullshitting us with this? Because also, like, what other work is she gonna do? <laughs> Exactly. Oh, mm, yeah. <laughs> Marriage Story too. <laughs> Ghost at Ghost in the Shell too. Maybe I don't know. I saw that recently. I watched that. I never watched it. There was too much backlash. It's not that good. I, I didn't really understand the backlash. Now that now that I watched it, I was like, I don't get why people hate it. But I don't yeah. know. She's weird. And also back to what you were saying about the whole Budapest thing and Shield underbelly. Like, it should have been a shield underbelly, which would have been great because it's like, you know, we had the whole finding out Hydra was infiltrating in shield. Mm -hmm. But it would have been cool to see that shield on its own without Hydra also had a dark side. Yeah. It made you do fucked up shit. Yeah, because they wanted her to get in the, they wanted her to prove her loyalty. Yeah. By killing Dracoff's daughter. So I'm like, how much other steps did she have to take to prove that she was? Because... No organization is squeaky clean. Ooh. Like the FBI, the CIA, like delve into that. What if they pulled like a Hobbs and Shaw? <laughs> <laughs> I hate that I'm referencing this movie. I hate but, that you but, are too. But what if they pulled a Hobbs and Shaw, right? And the villain was somebody that she had to take out. Ooh. Who was like her teammate, like another Black Widow. You that would have been cool. Like, like they were tight or some mm-hmm. shit. And she like put two bullets in her head or some shit. Oh, and then maybe she ends up being Taskmaster. Then I'm like, ooh. That's cool. That would have been cool. It's like, okay, you know, if you're going to fucking gender bend Taskmaster, at least mm-hmm. make it like, give the character some serious weight. Because now, like, she saved Taskmaster at the end. Did Taskmaster even speak? No. She was <laughs> fucking brainwashed. She just nodded her, tilted Half her. scarred face. Just, yeah. <clears throat> she just tilted her head like she's fucking Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Which is cool. I'm all I'm down for like a Taskmaster that's like a boogeyman type character. Yeah. But it is cool. It, it would have been cool to have some personality there, and there's still room for that mm-hmm. in a sequel. Like my thing is, I still would love 
in the perfect world, in a perfect world, it would be cool if they saved her, but she's still a piece of shit. She's still Drake off yeah. starter, right? She still got some anger. Kind of like a vigilante. I would love to is, just see or her. Or a mercenary. Is that the word I'm looking yeah. for? Yeah. Like, it'd be cool if she just killed, like, wiped out that entire Black Widow clan mm. that saved her or whatever. It like She's like a wolf in amongst the sheep or she's like they all have to be taken out so we can build something better yeah and she just like annihilates them all in yes. a grotesque way yeah that would be cool because yeah. then it's like some people aren't worth saving some people because then that's a, a interesting exploration and like where natasha could be redeemed not every black widow can be redeemed mm-hmm. you know but because now we have like what millions of black widows which again is like it takes away a little bit of the fun. It of... did make me laugh whenever they're like, save the widows. I'm like, what the widows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, okay. And then she's just like, uh, like they had that scene where she's like getting her ass beat by like all the other widows. Mm-hmm. And like they were fighting her one at a time. And I was yeah. like, why don't they just kick her ass together? And, and then, then they, they started all just doing like, it. And I was like, yes, that this earns like 10 more points just yeah. for that. Because yeah, it didn't look good for your girl there for a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I think the casting was great. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, it, from top to bottom, it was great. Rachel Wise, wasted, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we can all agree there. She wasn't really given, like... And, I mean, I guess in future movies, they could do something with her. Yeah, if she signs on, which, I mean, why not? It's a Marvel movie. Yeah. That's, like, where you make the money now. Yeah. Did you like uh the side character who like gives her like toys weapons the dude from Haymaid's Tale yes that's what he was from I was um, trying to figure out where he was from he wasn't necessary to me <laughs> <laughs> like at all mm-hmm. and I, I feel like they might bring him back in like different either Disney plus shows or like r- random movies yeah as like the guy where you get stuff from but no I, I didn't think that he was relevant at all yeah he was like ooh I, 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 you don't give me enough time oh shit <laughs> That was a that was Taylor's cat going to get yeah food. his his food dropped so he was very excited. He's a fatty. <laughs> yeah. We're working on it. <laughs> yeah, if you hear him chewing in the background, that's what it is. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, that stuff was cool. I'm trying to think of anything else I'm missing. But like every time they showed him, he was always asleep. He was always asleep. You're right. He was right. like asleep in the RV, and then he was passed out like on the side of the road. At the end. Yeah. He wasn't a good comedic casting. Yeah, it didn't really fit. Yeah. For me. Yeah, they could have cast anyone else and it would have <laughs> it, it would have been a little bit better. Yeah. No offense to whatever the actor. guy's name is. I have is. no idea. I just know he's the dude from Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yo, I got I got you a Quinjet somehow on the black market. Yeah. It's this R V has fuel. For the next two nights, and then it runs out of fuel immediately. Yeah, yeah he's just fucking <laughs> unreliable. And then, uh, yeah, he was there for anything that they needed. It was like a video game almost. He's like, oh, y'all need a helicopter? It's kind of like in um, the new Resident Evil with like the fat dude. Mm-hmm. That you just like pops up in random places. With the, yeah. <laughs> with like ammunition, that's him. Here he was go. just there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, I was literally expecting him to be like, do you have any meat? <laughs> <laughs> anything to trade do you need gauze <laughs> yeah and then uh let's talk a little bit more about uh florence Pugh's yelena she was fucking great I, and i would i'm excited and i hope that she is gonna sign on oh, she probably will but i hope 
that it's going to be a, a definite yes that she'll be in more movies because oh. she was great. I mean, we know she's going to be in Hawkeye. And I'm not sure. saying that because, like, I find her very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in love with her. It's not because of that. So if you saw Florence Pugh today, like, just randomly, like, you're going shopping or something, mm-hmm. would you, like, and she, like, talked to you? If she was, like. I'd go full retard. Oh, so you wouldn't even, like, try to pull. I'd be, like. Your, uh, uh, you wouldn't try to pull, like, your cool card out. And just, I have no cool card, Daniel. We you've, all have. You've known me since I was 15. I know, but when people, like, are, like, trying to get in their cool bag and, like, see somebody they like, you know, it's a different yeah, vibe. it's true. You know, if she was, I don't know. I could probably, like, in the heat of the moment, I can throw off some swag when I want to. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was, like, come on. Yeah, you can't pass that up. That's but, funny. no, aside from that, her, the way she delivered her lines and acted, it was it was great. Some people didn't like her accent. Really? Yeah. I thought it was better than I had thought it was actually going to be. I think some people just judge because they know she's not actually Russian. Well, yeah. But that's bullshit because it's like, you know it's a fucking movie. They're fucking playing make-believe. Yeah. Think fucking David Harbour's Russian? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know and that prison escape scene was fun too yeah just like i think my favorite line was from yelena where she's just like talking about dying no not dying it was like they were making fun of age of ultron where it was like oh the, the widow program you know they take everything out i don't have periods oh yeah yeah they go up because david harbour was like is it your time of the month why are you she was like you know i don't have a uterus yeah <laughs> Yeah, he's like, they go in and they pull everything out. They take out. it out. He's like, stop, stop. And she's like, oh, I was going to go into flo- fallopian tubes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, that's exactly how people were feeling when they saw mm-hmm. that scene in Age of Ultron. We don't want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. We don't want to hear that. And then us women were like, what do you mean you don't want to talk about it? Like, yeah. It's not taboo to it's, talk about a hysterectomy. It's for it, But it's interesting that the yeah. audience felt that way. And then they were able to laugh at this joke that was, you know, because well, it's... A joke. It's funny because I read that the one of the male writers wanted to do the period joke, mm-hmm. and Florence Pugh wasn't okay with like it just being a period joke, like her it being her time of the month, and so they like fought to have the whole hysterectomy conversation put in. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's pretty great. I think. Why didn't they have a female writer writing this? I think it was male and female, wasn't it? Why didn't they just have a full-on female writing it? Because. <laughs> The world's not ready for it. I would love to see a, a, a <laughs> entirely female-oriented, directed, written by, and acted in, like, female superhero movie. With no male, like... The world's not ready for it. You know, like, you can have we're dudes in it. We're closer to it, but it's not It's not going to happen yeah. anytime soon. Not till we're, like, in our mid-30s, I feel like. Yeah, like, you can have dudes in the movie, but it's like, if you're making something from a female perspective, it's like... You know, there's something even as good as a director you are, like reading like a script and stuff like that. It's little things you can't pick up. Like mm-hmm. the period joke, he probably thought, oh, I'm going to be like, you know, uh, going against the grain or bringing up something that is brought up in mm-hmm. everyday life. Because men jerks. don't want to talk about periods and tampons. Yeah. And it's like very <laughs> surface level. Yeah. But what she added, what Florence added to that was like, oh. It added We're, something. It's a serious issue, but I'm going to make fun of you for trying to play it off as it's just my time of the month. Yes. And it's yeah. just like, okay, well, you know, like we have so many other, or I mean, and this one is the first female directed Marvel movie, mm-hmm. like solo, because I think Captain Marvel was directed by like a, fe- a, a woman 
two women or a woman and a dude i believe it's actually funny because i was just thinking have we had another just full female movie and I completely forgot about Captain Marvel, which is why? funny because I love Captain Marvel. Do you, though? I do. That's a great movie. It's not a great movie. We're not going to go into it because this is a <laughs> Widow. But it's not a great movie. I will, Once I will, the mics turn off, I'm going to yell at Daniel about this. You can yell at me now. I don't care. I'm going to defend it. I, or defend. I feel defend like I've opinion. been defending it since he came out. Because everybody was like, oh, Captain Marvel's amazing. And I was like, I don't know shit about this woman. <laughs> I don't know anything about her life who she is before that and i know the story lent itself to that where it's just like oh she's got amnesia we can discuss it after the second one comes out why she's not even gonna be the main one in that it's like (laughs) two other chicks in that it's like called the marvels (laughs) it's not called captain marvel 2 and friends the marvels yeah i'm like she's just gonna be like everybody's role model from now on i'm like no one saw her do what she did in avengers endgame Except for other heroes. So Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm trying to pivot me away from I'm my hatred. My so hatred hard. of Captain Marvel. But you guys let me know if I'm wrong about this. I will make him watch it again. No, she's not. Yeah. You nah. made me watch Hobbs and Shaw after the last podcast. I did. But that's because it's so bad. It's like kind of funny. But Captain yeah. Marvel is like just. <sighs> it's another level. <laughs> and then they gave Nick Fury the fucking eye patch from a cat. But it wasn't a cat. It was an a alien cat. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it looks exactly like Taylor's cat. And I was like, my head cannon. My cat would probably rip an eye out, <laughs> to be honest. That's true. My head cannon, though, was that Wolverine did it. And now I'll never have that. Well, it wasn't the universe. Marvel Disney wasn't ready for that. They owned they owned X Men at the time. Well, I think I don't know. Whatever. Moving on. Anyway, let's talk about <laughs> let's let's segue into actually before we do that, what what rating would you give Black Widow? Okay, from like a one to ten. I give it an eight, maybe a seven and a half. Eight. Okay. I have. I really do need to watch it again. That high, huh? So that yeah, high. I would. Yeah. Hmm. I would give it like a six point eight. It's passing, but it's like, eh. Yeah. I could. I, I, I don't could, need I to revisit. You. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess the fun of Marvel movies now is that they can insert movies in whatever time period they want to. Yeah. Like, this happens in between Ant-Man and Ant-Man 2. And it doesn't need to be, like, a super huge success because they know people are going to watch it. No matter what. Yeah. And the writing is good. The jokes hit. Okay, but let's talk about Loki. What did you think as a whole? As a whole, I thought it was great. It's tied with WandaVision for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I've told you before, I wasn't expecting a lot from the Disney Plus shows. And so... <laughs> <laughs> and so... And so... Um, there, it was a lot better than I had expected it to be. Mm. Yeah. I feel you on that. So like... I know from the finale, you know, we had Sylvie and uh, Loki running into He Who Remains, and that's Kang, obviously, Mm -hmm. and he gave them that proposition of, you know, if you kill me, other variants of me, thousands, millions, unlimited amount of variants of me will come and fucking conquer different universes Mm -hmm. and shit, and there'll be chaos everywhere. Or you could just take my job. And obviously, Sylvie chose the latter or the former and killed him. Which 
it's kind of interesting that Loki once again is like, I don't want the throne. Yeah. Like he was a sorry, my cat's trying to get more food. <laughs> <laughs> he was I think he really felt something for Sylvie, which is kind of weird. Considering it's, it's his variant himself, pretty much. But could you date yourself if you look different? I don't know. If it was like an attractive version of you. <laughs> Am I not attractive? An, let's say another attractive to you version of yourself. Um, I don't know. It'd be weird if I knew that that person was me in a different universe. I mean, y'all don't even share the same genes. But we're the same person. Not really, though. Mm. Like similar life, sure. But she's like a girl. <laughs> He's like a dude. <laughs> It's true. I mean, it's as far away from strange yeah. as you can get. I mean, I would be kind of interested. Well, I could see you being like that. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> I'm just gonna leave that where that's. I'm just gonna leave that where that's at. But I think uh, one of the interesting things about the finale was that it set up so many cool multiverse things for later. Like, um. Uh, what is it? Uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. Mm-hmm. It's rumored, you know, Spider-Man's. All the Spider-Man's coming back. Yes. And Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. Multiverse shit. Yeah. <laughs> They're just going to bring everybody back. Yeah. And no restrictions, I feel like. They, they're going to bring back. Well, here's one thing I want to say, and this is like an important thing. I think the multiverse has now opened the doorway for any fandom to be canon within the Marvel universe, so like if you cosplay, you're can you you belong in the multiverse yeah. somewhere. So you know, even like the movies that don't necessarily represent the Marvel Studios movies, where it's like you know X Men, mm-hmm. you know, or the old Fantastic Four, old Fantastic Four, Daredevil. Electra, yes, all those. They will all be back. Incredible Hulk. Incredible Hulk. Yeah, Edward Both. Norton. <laughs> yeah, every everybody who's ever been in a Marvel movie has an opportunity to come back. Yes, and do something cool. Get their cool moment. And even if it's just for like a minute of screen time. You know who I like to see? Who? Norton's Incredible Hulk. I like to see that too. Because his Incredible Hulk is like the Hulk in my head that I'm like. That's the Hulk that everybody was behind. That's the most powerful to me. Yeah. Like, that one you can't fuck with. Like, I don't think that one would have lost to Thanos. Probably not. Yeah, that one would have. Wouldn't have had, like, I don't know, wouldn't have gone into his, like, turtle shell like Mark Ruffalo did. Yeah, he's like a big baby. (laughs) Norton's Hulk, he was pulling people's fucking elbows out of their fucking arm and stabbing them with and it. he looked more like the hulk like comic book hulk he's just shredded he's like huge and ripped yeah joss was joss was like oh i want him to have more girth we want him to look like mark <laughs> ruffalo <laughs> yeah i like nobody gives a shit about that <laughs> i mean i guess the scene the like human yeah. in the hulk but i like ruffalo it's he's cool yeah. it's too much of a joke now though for me to like mm. i don't like smart hulk yeah, a lot of people don't like Smart Hulk, yeah. which I just found out about not yeah. too long ago. Like, it's a different vibe, and I yeah. get why it's funny, but it's like, I, I like Hulk when he's, like, dangerous. Which is who he's supposed to be. Oh, and She-Hulk, when is that coming out? On Disney+. Plus, Probably next year. That's with uh, Tatiana Maslany, right? That is, yes, that's right. That'll be good. Other people are rumored to appear in that. Yeah. Dare- Daredevil's, Matt Murdock's rumored, uh, Abomination. Just so much. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know 
how that will compare to something like, say, Jessica Jones, where it's like a lo- like a case by case every mm-hmm. episode, or is it just one long case yeah. for the season? But it would be cool to kind of see where they take it. Because I like Tatiana Maslany. Yeah, same. She's cool. It's crazy that... So what phase is this? Four. It feels like a whole like new beginning because we're... I mean, we have some of the same actors, even though they were like towards the end of like the first phases or whatever. But it's crazy to think like how old we'll be when this phase ends. Oh, we'll be in like our 40s. I don't think 40s. I think maybe mid 30s. Yeah, 35. Yeah, it's got to be like 10 years at least. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was 10 years for the first one. It was, yeah. But see, now they got like a faster pace. Yeah. So I, I don't know if it'll be. And they have the Disney Plus so they can like get through some shit mm-hmm. faster yeah you know so if that's the case you know will we be getting phase five quicker phase six quicker and how many phases can they have yeah because i'm thinking <laughs> by the end of phase five or six it'll be interesting to see if they like pull an ultimatum like thing where like magneto finally shows up and like fucking which i would lose my goddamn mind yeah wipes the earth or tries to wipe the earth because he can control you know magnetism or whatever so he could technically shift the earth off of his axis so he's like literally the most dangerous like person in the world and i think that's going to be the most interesting thing is how how is marvel going to actually incorporate mutants yes into the MCU, mm-hmm. since it's always been a separate thing with 20th Century Fox. Mm-hmm. We saw that photo of uh, Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. with Kevin, Kevin Feige. Feige. So you know he's like ready to like put the claws back on. Because what has Hugh Jackman even been doing since Musicals? he stopped? <laughs> <laughs> he wants to sing. Yeah. But I bet a piece of him. He just wants to dance. Yeah, a piece of him is like, man, I want to fuck somebody up. I want yeah. to. Sl- I, I miss slicing people. It'd, <laughs> it'd be pretty funny if like... Um, so they bring John Berthall back as Punisher, but then there's like an alternate one where he's Wolverine. Yes. Because he's yes. the attitude, the height, yes. the look. Yes. He'd be a great Wolverine. He would be amazing. He's got mm-hmm. that like mug, you know. Yeah. You but, see him yelling. Rah! And then another one where they can get Zach Galifianakis. Because <laughs> he's kind of like the right size and look, obviously. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it seriously. <laughs> I, but that's why I would do it. I'd be like, this is kind of comic book accurate Wolverine where he's like this short, stocky dude with kind of a be- like beer gut, but kind of like muscular. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and you can have him be thrown by Colossus. And then that would be epic. It's just like, you know, I don't know. This multiverse thing, anybody can be anybody. Yeah. You know, it's like. It's kind of endless what they can do. Nick Cage is Ghost Rider. Ooh. Bring that back. Ghost Rider, people forget. Shit, I completely forgot. Yeah, he's the most slept on of them all. <laughs> Which, the first Ghost Rider was pretty good. Wasn't Eve Mendes in that? She was in that, yeah. Weird. Like, that just like randomly popped in my head. I was like, yeah, she was. And he could be like, that. let's ride. <laughs> and then you get the Ghost Rider from um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Gabriel Luna. Yeah. Yeah, he was cool. That'd be pretty cool. People shit on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but that added a lot to the Marvel. I mean, I never finished it, but I kept up with reading the forums, you know. It's so I feel like I kind of did watch it, even though I did It was hard because there wasn't a lot of Marvel nuggets that they were giving yeah. out. Like, the first season. And you Marvel can't nuggets. really do too much on 
local television networks. That's not true. I don't know. It's not true. Like, First season when they did the fall of she or the uh, Hydra Shield twist. Yeah, that was epic. And how it led into um, Winter Soldier. Yeah. Oh no! After oh yeah, it was it was like yeah they were at the same time yeah. yeah it was cool that's pretty cool yeah yeah it was like ooh you bring shield or the first season of shield you find out that shield is corrupted by mm-hmm. Hydra and how is Coulson gonna react ooh they can even bring Coulson back yeah ooh which I'm pretty sure he wants to come back oh yeah he's been itching for <laughs> to return Coulson is his bread and butter that's yeah. like his Batman you he'll, know? he'll always be known as hey that's Coulson. Yeah. Ooh, here's a cool one. Terrence Howard as War Machine. We all <laughs> oh want my to God. see it. We all want to see it. We feel robbed. And now he could actually do it. Yes, he'd be like, hey, man. Tony. Yep. He meets up with uh, Don Cheadle, and they're both like the same person. It's like, no, you're not. Yeah, he'd be like, I'm Rhodey. <laughs> you're just a phony. It's my turn, man. <laughs> yeah. You stay down. <laughs> That's my suit. and then maybe they could like tell him tony died and you know he could be like yeah the tony in my world died like in iron man 2 (laughs) (laughs) whiplash killed him in his universe yeah so he never got to do like all that like crazy iron man suit shit so and he never had like growth yeah so war machine is just like Owned by the government, and he's mm-hmm. got all these guns and shit, so he's like protecting us. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. Just do different universe shit. Like, there's so much early Marvel universe stuff that, like, obviously through recastings that they like couldn't explore. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, we're even seeing Abomination in Shang Chi, and he looks different now. Yeah. Like he's got the like fish ears and shit. So I'm like, okay, like gills. Yeah, and I've been wondering where he was at for like quite some time. Everybody thought. You know, I think Civil War was the first movie to recognize Incredible Hulk with uh, Ross, what's it, William Hurt. Yeah. Who's looking pretty frail these days. Yeah, he he old. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, your third triple bypass? I'm like, I hope he's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he's not really sick or anything. Yeah. But who of all the people they could bring back would excite you the most? Ben Affleck is Daredevil. Yes, I want the I want the Daredevil 2003 theme song. Fuck yes! I want his theme. I want that orchestrated <laughs> theme because it's so perfect for Daredevil. And then maybe some uh, that Evanescence. I was song. about to say, and then you hear Evanescence in the background. Pray to God. Wake me up, <laughs> like he just starts fighting. You just hear that, like. Yeah. 2003 in a nutshell. Oof. They could all have different, like, promotional advertisements for Secret Wars. It could be, like, their old, like, uh, theatrical trailer. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, even um, Vindicated for Tobey Maguire. Vindicated. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, I rewound the trailers for the TV. I would record the TV spots for Spider-Man 2, like on VHS, because I had like the TV that had like the VHS in it. We used to do that when we had um, TiVo, Mm -hmm. but that was for Star Wars. Like when episode three came out, we recorded those those commercials. Star Wars. And then we'd watch them and be like, oh my God, he's going to turn into Vader. We're going to see how it happens. The hype for episode three is almost unparalleled because you had, what was it? um, Clone Wars. 
Mm-hmm. And that was like, that really set the mood. I was oh, like, yeah. General Grievous. And I, I still remember, I don't remember what movie we saw, but we were in the theater and then, you know, they show Sir Alec Guinness in A New Hope talking about Vader. Mm-hmm. And like, he was twisted and evil and then they go into episode yeah. three. Yeah. I got chills. It, like, it, as a kid, I was like, oh my God, this is it. The teaser for it is pretty Sorry dope. we went into Star Wars. but <laughs> that's, the fun, that's the fun of this podcast. It yeah. can go anywhere you want it to go. Um but, you know, hype like that is hard to earn. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Marvel is in that space where they can get that hype. They're at the top yeah. right now for that. Yeah. DC, not quite. If they, you know, continued Zack Snyder's universe. Restore the Snyderverse. Yeah, if they did that, but see, you even, might get that. But see, even then, it's got like a limited run type of feel to it. Yeah. Because Zack's clearly had like... Uh, exit strategy he was like oh i'm gonna do three justice league movies and i'm gonna be done yeah and they can do whatever they want after that but it's like which they do flashpoint and just erase it anyway (laughs) i do like that the whoever's directing the new flash movie uh i can't remember his name something muschietti muschietti Mm -hmm. he directed it i think in it chapter two but he's like kind of leaning into the more snidery aspects of Certain things like, Mm -hmm. you know, we will see, you know, a different Batman showing up, Michael Keaton. Which is kind of funny because, you know, it's always DC against Marvel and the cinema. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when is Flashpoint even supposed to come out? I think next year. Yeah. So I feel like DC is trying to get ahead of the whole multiverse thing. But the problem with Warner Brothers and DC is that they try to do it so quickly, they don't have time to think it through and build a story that it's not going to go as well. Even though you've got Michael Keaton, you've got <laughs> Ben Affleck coming back, it's not going to be as great as what's happening with Marvel. I mean, yeah, it just—it's just not going to be true. good at all. Even Christian Bale is in Marvel now. Yeah, he's in Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, it's I'm hard. excited for Flashpoint, but I don't think that it's going to be in comparison to what Marvel is building right now. You're 100% correct, because I feel like DC fans, they're too separate. Mm-hmm. Like, there's DC fans that love darkness, and there's DC fans that love bright, lightheartedness. And I'm a, I'm a huge DC fan. I love the <laughs> comics. I think they're great compared to Marvel comics. I'd rather read DC, but I don't know. I, I just, Marvel just does it better. It's true. I mean, how do you do a Marvel Cinematic Universe with DC? That's almost an impossible task. Yeah. Because every hero is so separated from each other that it's hard to like gel them together. Like with Captain America, Iron Man, Thor. And there's who who else? Well, actually, those are the first like primary. Those were like in the first Avengers movie. Those yeah. were the first. Three. And the Hulk. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. We always forget about Incredible <laughs> Hulk, but that's like the best, one of the best of that first phase. Mm-hmm. But it's just like a. Yeah, like they felt at first separated, but then by the time you got to Iron Man two you started seeing seeds of like, oh, they do exist out there. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of, it was creating this curiosity. 
and it had a good flow. Yeah. And with DC, like even with let's say Robert Pattinson's The Batman, like if it is an alternate universe Batman, Superman exists mm-hmm. in that universe somewhere probably. Yeah. So, are they going to try to do their own Justice League thing with Robert Pattinson? Hard to see. It's very hard to see because Robert Pattinson uh, I just see him as his own separate detective Batman. Yeah. And I don't know if he's going to stick around cuz he's apparently butting heads with the director. And he even like said he doesn't want to be like a hero type. Yeah, which makes me nervous cuz I'm like is he going to if, if he's another Batman who kills, this might cause some issues with fans. Yeah. Again, because you know how butthurt everybody got when Ben Affleck was killing people. Which is stupid, but you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we can't go down that road. I'm not going to go we into that. We can't go down that road. Because, no, you don't understand, like, really, his arc. No, but. <laughs> people, oh, he's Ben Affleck's too graphic novel-y. I'm like, what the fuck do you want? That's yeah. the point. I, I, I his, th- Yeah. His Batman is very much like the um arkham knight series mm-hmm. video games like yeah they're perfect yeah it would be cool i think there is a balance that has yet to be found with batman's in live action like as far as like him looking like batman him acting mm-hmm. like batman but then getting that same amount of darkness but still keeping it friendly for parents to take their kids to go see it. Yeah. Kids, people are sluts for Batman. They're like, ooh, That's let's true. go see Batman. <laughs> 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 I watch anything with Batman in it, you know? But it's like, I want to see George Clooney back as Batman in Flashpoint. I want to see them all. I want Even to... Val Kilmer, the way he looks. I want to see him. Yeah, he'll play a crippled Bruce Wayne. Yeah. That's... Like um, Kevin Conroy did in... um. The Arrowverse. Oh, since, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it could be like, ooh, I tried to fight. I tried to fight <laughs> Superman. And he like pulled his throat out or some shit. Or heat visioned his throat. Yeah. Something like that. And then you have Brandon Routh, the Superman. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> That's a no-brainer. Get Brandon Routh back immediately. Mm-hmm. Because he deserves it. He got treated like trash after Superman Returns. And he did a good Superman in Arrowverse. He did. He was awesome. The, um... Shit, was it Crisis on Infinite Earths? Yeah, that's like a smaller scale Avengers in the yeah. game. You know, they were but it was great up. for television. It was great <laughs> for television. We'll see. I mean, we'll see. We might get some amalgamation there, too. We might see Stephen Amell show up as Oliver Queen. <laughs> How crazy would that be, though? If, like, I'd yell. The end of Flashpoint, like, you Bruce see has a meeting with, like, somebody from Queen Industries. Mm-hmm. And it's... Stephen Amell. I'd rather it be Stephen Amell than Justin Hartley. I thought people wanted a, what's his face from uh, Sons of Anarchy? Charlie Hunnam? Yeah. People have been like, Charlie mm. Hunnam, Green Lantern. Or Green Arrow. No. Yeah, yes. I'm just like, I don't see it. I mean, I, he's a great actor, but no. <laughs> just because he's white Cause then and then he'd blonde. have that weird accent. Yeah, she's just like, oh, so you want me to... <laughs> you you me to failed the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's that's yeah that's that's you 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 nailed it that is exactly what it will be and for i guess uh if we keep if we're keeping this multiverse talk going do you think down the road they might decide hey let's do marvel versus dc yes and no Mm -hmm. i could see 
maybe DC pushing for it because I don't think any of their movies are going to be as successful. <laughs> but Marvel's going to be like, mm, nah, nah, we don't really need it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because I mean, but it, it would be cool to see. Yeah, I mean, they played ball with Sony. And that yeah. seemed to be impossible at one point. Like, by the time The Amazing Spider-Man 1 came out, it people were like, oh, well, it would be cool if he showed up in Avengers. But mm-hmm. people were like, or Sony was like, that's not happening. Yeah. Then Amazing Spider-Man 2 happened, and then they were like, okay, we're willing to listen. And it's funny because Kang the Conqueror's character was owned by 20th Century Fox, along with Fantastic Four. Mm. And now he's in the MCU. That's got to so. sting. It's got to sting if you had shit that like... You could have made... Like 20th Century Fox could have had their own MCU empire. X-Men, Daredevil, mm-hmm. uh, Fantastic Four. But they didn't know what they were doing. They Yeah, they were trying to cross <laughs> them over at some point. I remember that. And then yeah. nothing came of it. And so it's just like, if you're going to do that... I think the, the main component is you have to have somebody that knows what they're doing mm-hmm. and likes... Like, Kevin Feige is probably having the most fun right Oh, yeah. Now. And he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Like, he's got his hands in everything. Mm-hmm. He's fucking Thanos with the gauntlet. Yeah. It'll be a sad day when he, like... Retires. Retires. Or, like, passes the mantle on to someone else. Me. <laughs> <laughs> now that's too much pressure. I wouldn't want that job. Because then they'd be like, you fucked it up, bro. Yeah. He, he would get, he, he's probably would pass the torch if he started going towards like the ultimate universe Mm. that's where i see him going like after the biggest stories he can come up with Mm -hmm. when they need to reboot that's when he's like all right someone else can do it take it from here like i I did what i did i've got a good legacy yeah that's where i jump off yeah instead of avengers it's the ultimates that's what the ultimate line was yeah ultimate spider-man ultimate Mm -hmm. x-men ultimate that was a good time as a kid reading those comics <laughs> when they like relaunched it. Ultimate mm-hmm. Spider-Man. That was I was like addicted to those comics. X-Men. Do you think we'll get Miles in Far From Home or No Way Home? No. Not yet. Not yet. It's too early. It's too early to pay that because I feel like Kevin Feige sees so far ahead that he's like what he's like he was like 5 or 6 in spider-man uh far not far from home but uh homecoming so he's still kind of a kid okay so we kind of need like i feel maybe like, like five more movies yeah just let a little it, bit more just yeah. let yeah save it find an actor that is good for that role perfect for that role you know who i think who um the kid from stranger things oh uh, yeah i know exactly what you're talking about he would be cool yeah i could see him as a a young spider-man it would be cool. It's really, it's really. Even though he's getting old now, <laughs> he is. It's hard to find. They could go the Andrew Garfield route where they cast a thirty-year-old to play a teenager, yeah. and it's fine. I mean, we're okay with it. We I know. mean, if you look younger, it's not a big deal. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, they could go in that direction, or they could just. I don't know. It would be cool if in Spider-Man No Way Home something happens, and they can't go back home. So you have three different Spider-Man. And then Toby can go by the alias Ben Riley. Ooh. And like, or maybe one of them dies and the one that gets left like alive mm-hmm. is like, I'm going to just become someone else. Yeah. You know? Ooh. What if they bring um, Topher Grace back as Venom? I mean, they could and it would be fine. Or I was guess. he Carnage? 
He was Venom. Okay. You don't remember. You don't like don't, Spider-Man 3 at all. I hate Spider-Man 3. You just can't get through it. We've tried to watch that movie like three times. And yeah. just, I think you always fall off as soon as Harry attacks Peter. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, I don't really give yeah, a I shit. I think the last time we watched it was right before the pandemic in my old apartment. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you just couldn't watch it. And I was nope. like, what is it about this movie that you just can't connect it's with? It's shit. It is shit. <laughs> it is shit. But it's also, it's funny because I think that movie... Has now got a lot of love. Really? Yeah. When I'm on Twitter, Spider-Man mm. Three gets a lot of love. Like, there's like people that love like his little dance, his little Toby's dance, dancing as he's walking down the street. Yeah, and that movie isn't really trying to give you a shitty time. It's actually trying to give you a good time, but it's just misinformed. It's it's it doesn't know the room. Didn't read the assignment. Yeah. But speaking of Toby's Spider-Man, the fact that uh, Doc Ock's gonna be back is pretty exciting. Alfred Molina. Yeah, yeah, that's his name. The fact that he couldn't shut his mouth about being in it is the funniest <laughs> shit ever. <laughs> he's, he's like, yeah, I'm in it. Yeah, he's like, it was fun. I mean, it takes place after I'm in the harbor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, bro, you're he's spoiling like, you so don't, much. You don't know what Marvel's going to do to you for saying that. They're going to kill you, bro. Seriously. <laughs> he goes missing after the movie's released. Ooh. He, I mean, he probably they probably put a hush order on him because I haven't heard him talk. It, since, since then yeah, yeah. they're like just shut the fuck up shut the fuck up it was it, I, <laughs> he, he was like the story takes place right after <laughs> like okay yeah and it's like one of those innocent things too where it's like mm-hmm. he's just so excited to talk about it and i am excited to see him play that role again because yeah. he was so fun he was a great doc ock yeah my favorite part in spider-man 2 is when uh he's a uh, he, he grabs Spider-Man. He's like, you're getting on my nerves. And then Spider-Man's like, I have a knack for that. And he's like, not anymore. <laughs> Squeezes his head. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> like, it was just like, you know, because I was like, how are you going to do Doc Ock? How are you going to make him cool? But they did. You know what would be a great introduction in um, No Way Home? Is that you have Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and then all of a sudden he gets attacked. And it's by William Dafoe as Green ooh. Goblin. And he has no idea who he is. Mm-hmm. But William Defoe is like your Spider Man, like he thinks it's his Spider Man that he knew. I would like that. That is cool. I'm gonna one up you here. Mm-hmm. It would be cool if William Defoe returns as the Green Goblin, but he returns seemingly as an ally to Tom Holland because Tom Ooh, Holland's fucking he stupid w- and yeah, and he wouldn't know right. Like with Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's too trusting, right? And then you know. He like they they're like allies because I think Spider Man one's Green Goblin wanted to be an ally yeah. to Peter Parker. Imagine what Spider-Man. we could accomplish. Yeah. What we could create. I don't know why I know all the lines from Spider Man one, but I do. I know why you do because you fucking love it. I do fucking love it. Yeah. <laughs> or we could destroy, slaughter the deaths of innocence again and again and again until that we're both dead. Such a good movie. Is that? What you want. (laughs) But it would be cool if they did that whole thing over Mm -hmm. again and like maybe, you know, Tom Holland realizes he's been betrayed and then he's like, I offered you friendship and he spat in my face. (laughs) It just gives him that same beat down he gave Toby. Mm Because I feel like Andrew's, or not Andrew, but uh, Tom Holland's Spider-Man has not taken the beating of his life quite yet. Yeah. Like he needs to get his ass kicked. in... Far from home. That was the first one, right? No, homecoming. Homecoming, yeah. Homecoming. Um, 
what's his name? Vulture like collapses that building on him. Yeah. And he's like breathing heavily. He's like, <laughs> and yeah. like he pushes it, but that's still not still not enough. Yeah. And then Mysterio is throwing cars at him and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's cool. But he needs like a mano a mano fight with someone. That actually makes him like grow up. Another superhuman to yeah. fight. Because he hasn't really had any real fist fights with anybody. Yeah. I he feel hasn't. like Toby's more of the brawler. Andrew is more of the like evasion webbing people up type of Spider Man. Andrew is the Tony Hawk of Spider-Man. Yeah, he's doing all these par- <laughs> yeah. par- parkour flips and stuff. Most agile of them all. Uh-huh. And then Tom is more like, I have gadgets. Yeah. I'm the kid. Oh, I'm going to do this from, you know, that old movie, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> and it would be cool if Tom and Andrew and Toby Spider-Man, like, put their brains together mm-hmm. to solve this problem. Because they're all smart. Yeah. In different ways. And, like, maybe Andrew could be like, oh, you have gadgets? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, like, you have, like, someone who just gave you all this? And then it would be even more interesting if in Tom Holland's universe, his timeline, you have um, Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy, but she doesn't know who Andrew Garfield is. And then, like, he's triggered because it takes place right after she dies. Ooh. That'd be interesting. What if Andrew has the black suit? Ooh. The symbiote is attached to him or some shit. Because he went down a dark path. Yeah. After Gwen Stacy. Yeah, and he's got to get over it or something. Because mm-hmm. at the end of Amazing Spider-Man 2, which is a lot of people complained about him getting over Gwen's death quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, they were like, he should just be depressed by the end of the movie. He shouldn't even suit up at the end of the movie. But it kind of, like, that did have to happen. He did have to kind of put on the suit by yeah. the end of it. It could just be him, like suppressing those feelings Mm. like not really addressing it and then they bring mysterio into it Mm -hmm. if he isn't you know far from or yeah far from home you know there could be more mind games happening like is this even really happening yeah you know there's so much that can happen yeah i'm so excited yeah like when he got hit by that train in in a far far from from home, home like he could just be in a simulation from then on Ooh. You know? Like, he never got out of that. And it was only five seconds. Because that's kind of Mysterio's whole thing, is, like, he could get you in an illusion, and it could mm-hmm. feel like forever, but it could just be, you know, a short amount of time. Or it was all him it blipped out, mm. and then he just comes back. That would be cool. That was his blip-out fever dream. There's so much <laughs> they could do. And, I mean, you know, people want to see uh, Tom Hardy. Has Venom show up, but I, I don't really care. Yeah, I don't care about that either. <laughs> I'm like, Sony's just doing their own shit. Let's just leave yeah. it over there. Um, what do you feel about Black Panther 2? I don't know. Yeah. I'm same. <laughs> same. It's, it's still very touchy, I feel like. Yeah, they're like, we're just starting to shoot, and we're still writing it. I'm like... Yeah. That's... That's not good and like how are they gonna address the whole chadwick boseman thing well see there's rumors and this is these are rumors i'm just gonna say that first are they gonna pull like a cgi type paul walker carrie fisher type thing the rumor is namor is going to be in it and he's going to drown wakanda flood wakanda and t'challa is just gonna die in a flood and i was like that's don't do that. yeah don't do that 
I was like, you can't just have him like die like that. Yeah. After I, he fell off a waterfall in the first Black Panther. It's kind of racist too. It's like, oh, he can't swim. <laughs> He's, his suit can't insulate. Fucking. <laughs> think about he that. He can't oxygenate. He can't like fucking, I don't know, take the water and make air. I don't know. I think know. what they should do is just with this whole multiverse happening, just have Michael B. Jordan be Black Panther. Everybody wants that to happen. <laughs> Like, I think at some point, Shuri should take up the mantle, but she's not ready yet. It shouldn't happen at all. (laughs) And not because she's a woman. I want to make that clear. You just don't think she's got the acting ability. She doesn't have a leading woman vibe to her in the way that they wrote her character. It's clear that she's not. That's not what she wants to be. Yeah, like in the comics, yeah, she wants the. To be Black Panther, but it, they made it very clear in the first movie where they're she's like, she's the tech person. She yeah. wants to create all this stuff and heal and whatever. Yeah, it's very important that we keep characters like that, especially black characters like that, mm-hmm. uh, prevalent in you know creating and being you know engineers and shit like that because yeah. we don't need an engineer to become a fucking soldier or a warrior. Yeah, so that's like counterintuitive to positive messages, but. I don't know. Yeah, Killmonger would be cool because it's like, oh, it would be cool if like maybe the ancestors gave T'Challa, they let him go back to the plane of or his plane of existence to fix Infinity War or whatever, or to deal with Infinity War's mm-hmm. issue. But after that, they were like, all right, your time's done. You did what you needed to do. But then a trade happens and he gives, what's his name, uh, Killmonger mm-hmm. a chance or the ancestors give him a chance. And they send him back. Yeah, they send him to take the place. A life for a life type of thing. You see, we should just, like, fucking do that ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now that there's a multiverse, it's canon. That is canon. That Let, can happen. Let's write our own short film and just do it. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's the universe. I mean, the, if it's a multiverse, that exists somewhere. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we didn't even talk about What If. Did you see the trailer for that? I did not see it, but I, I knew that it came out, but I haven't watched it yet. I mean, they have some pretty good concepts. I mean, they have one where Tony is being attacked at the beginning of Iron Man 1 by like the terrorists and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And the sh- missile that's about to explode and put the shrapnel in his heart is about to explode. But Killmonger picks it up and throws it and they meet. And Killmonger saves Tony Stark. And they become bros. So it's like, how interesting would it be for Killmonger to say his like whole life story to Tony? Tony's like, oh, okay, I'll help you, you know. And then it goes into the events of Black Panther. But you have Tony Stark on Killmonger's side. And he's got all this tech and shit. He would be unstoppable. Yeah. He would take over, probably. Yeah. And maybe even save the planet from Thanos. That is what's kind of cool to me. Because I'm like, Killmonger, if Killmonger was in charge, mm-hmm. I bet when Thanos was coming to get Vision, wouldn't have they wouldn't have succeeded. Yeah. Probably. Because he's more ruthless. <laughs> I'm just over here thinking what if like, Thanos is like alive in the multiverse, which he probably would be. And he probably looks like more like the comics, too. Mm. With like the blue eyes and shit and the like weird... Golden- Yeah, in love with death, all that stuff. I mean, even Multiverse Loki. One of the Multiverse Lokis was like, "Oh yeah, Thanos was about to kill me, but Mm -hmm. I made a, I made like an illusion so real. He thought even the Mad Titan couldn't, whatever." Which would be interesting. What if in games or Infinity Wars Loki did the same thing, and we just think we saw him die? Ooh, 
Interesting. So, like, the real, like, main timeline Loki is still out there somewhere laying low. It could be a season two villain. Yeah. Ooh. Boy. So many things can happen. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the rub of, like, uh, the Marvel Universe moving forward. I mean, there's nowhere else for them to go after this except for... You know, like, I don't care about the galactic side of the Marvel Universe yeah. as much. Like, I don't care about Eternals. I don't really care much for the Marvels. Yeah, because it's like, who else would be, like, the big baddie after Kang? Doctor Doom. Ooh. You could do Doctor Doom. You could do, uh, um, I mean, you could always do Norman Osborn. <laughs> Which, bring back William Defoe. Bring back William Defoe. <laughs> Because yeah. he's perfect. He is perfect. And no matter what age he is, he's... Yeah, he's still just as spry as he was back in, what, 2001? Two. 2002. Yeah. Good time. Fruit roll-ups. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I think about with 2002. Fruit roll-ups and gushers. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I had, like, the Spider-Man web shooter that I came in. I did, too. The... Yeah. No, wait. I, uh, I think I got it from, like, Walmart. And oh. you put, like, silly string in it. I had that, too. And then you could just... I had that, and then I had the ones that was like, you could fill it up with water oh. and shoot it. That was fun. <laughs> I got to go on eBay, see if I can find one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when do you think we're going to get a No Way Home trailer? So that's supposed to come out in December? Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm going to say, like, maybe September. Some people say next week. I don't think so. I There might be some plausibility there. And even if we get something, it's going to be like a one minute, no information. All they need to do is just... Show Toby. <laughs> either show Toby or... Show like three Spider-Mans in their like outfits. I, don't, I mean, I don't even know how you promote that. It's hard to imagine how to promote a movie with three Spider-Man live action. Mm -hmm. Like you have to show a... Like for me, in my mind, I can just see like the trailer starting with the... Knock on a door, and then Doctor Strange opens the door, and then Peter's wearing a fucking hoodie, mm -hmm. and then they can talk about like you know what's been going on, and then you know Strange is like you know something's happened. I need your help. I don't know. Or you have like Toby, an old man, not an old man. He's like what forty? In <laughs> his, in his, he's in his like what forties now. People keep showing him a white, like a white beard and just haggardly and fan pictures. They show him like opening his door. It's a pizza delivery and he goes, pizza time. Pizza time. <laughs> yeah. Something, something crazy. Yeah. But how cool, really, how cool would it be if like Toby stuck around for a little while? Uh, or if they killed him. It's crazy because that's our childhood. So it's even more exciting. They play the Danny Elfman music or something. <laughs> And they say that a hero. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know about that, that was the theme song of 2002 for superhero movies. Like, you fucking couldn't get away from fucking... Nickelback. Nickelback. <laughs> I mean, they play, they wore that song out. And then Dashboard Confessional. Vindicated! Oh my God. <laughs> Listen to that song. We sound exactly like the lead singer of Dashboard Confessional. Yeah. <laughs> Certain now that I am <laughs> hypnotized, but I am captivated, <laughs> vindicated. 
And I can just see the trailer where he like leaps off of that yeah, like building just... and he dives and they like let that that air sound effect play for like five seconds and then the riff comes in. And we haven't even talked about Jamie Foxx coming back. That's because Jamie Foxx is is his electro. I mean, I'm I'm not a big fan of him as electro at he, all. He, I didn't like it. He's got to redeem himself, but. Let's say at the end of let's say the it would be cool if the movie started off with Amazing Spider Man two. Like the ending of like it. Like the fight final fight scene. Ooh. And when, you know, he does that thing to Electro where he like sucks him into whatever thing he's doing or he's getting sucked into, he just explodes. Mm-hmm. But when he explodes, that energy looks a lot like the multiverse energy from Ooh. uh Loki. So it would it, what if they supercharged him to the point where he was able to connect into a different universe? He can just access every universe. And like he gets like sucked in or like something gets sucked out from that. Yeah, because energy can only be transferred. It can't be destroyed. Mm. It can, yeah, so I mean that is like literal science. So it's like, yeah, maybe he has the ability to just travel through any type of universe he wants. I can't wait to see that in IMAX. Yes, that's an IMAX day one. It's going to be great. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a wait in line all day type of movie. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, we are like ritual like IMAX, IMAX goers. We will go wait outside in the cold. That's what we did for um the Star Wars. <sighs> Force Awakens slash Jedi Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. In the cold. Yeah. From morning, from like 7 a.m., I think Rise of Skywalker was the hardest one. Yeah, it, it was the hardest for you. Because it was you were, fucking cold. You were struggling. I'm not built for the cold. I brought us breakfast. Yes. And then it was like almost like 30 degrees outside with wind chill. <sighs> and the IMAX people were like, you know, you guys can like wait inside. Just like have <laughs> have a chair holding your line outside. <laughs> I think they think- And you like disappeared. You're like, I'm going inside. I wonder if they have like stories like, oh, it's them. <laughs> Probably. Are they going to be there? You know? Well, remember when we saw Amazing Spider-Man 2 and we got the free posters? Oh, yeah, like The movie cool. posters, and then we got to see it twice. That was cool. Yeah, there was like a screening of it happening. And it wasn't full, so we got to go in. Mm-hmm. And then we went back in we for our regular show time. Yeah, we had yeah. terrible seats the second time. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> but still, it was cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's our that's kind of our thing. And I think, <laughs> and I think Spider-Man No Way Home might be. I don't know if that'll be like our first return to IMAX since Justice League. No, because I feel like we're gonna see Shang Chi in IMAX. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's a yeah, that's and a probably one. Eternals just because. That's a day one. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Okay. So, what are you the most excited about? What Marvel thing are you most excited about this year? Left this year, Spider Man No Way Home. <laughs> <laughs> that's that but all together, it's Doctor Strange. Yes, Doctor Strange is going to be cool. And now we know Loki's going to be in it. Mm-hmm. So after, I mean, after they announced season two of Loki, they said he is expected to, to appear in multi- Multiverse of Madness. That's going to be great. What if he's like a TVA agent? Ooh. And he's just like, you know, something has happened. Him and Sylvie. <laughs> yeah, Sylvie should show up. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, we got Wanda showing up. Mm-hmm. It's directed by fucking Sam Raimi, the fucking god so it's gonna of be superhero epic. movies. And horror movies? What? Nuts. It's going to be crazy. I mean, we should get a trailer for that right after No Way Home. Probably. Like, literally. that's, what, summer of next year? 
or s- March. March. Ooh, right around my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's March twenty yes. second. <laughs> yeah. So they they yeah they'll they'll be having something. It's hard to promote these movies because they kind of are yeah so interconnected now that it's like if you show like a trailer for it, you're kind of giving away yeah a lot. What a way to bring in twenty nine. <sighs> yeah, you're gonna be twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Wow, getting old. Well, I mean, No Way Home is what December, and you're gonna be twenty nine. <laughs> I'm not 29, guys. I'm actually 20, 26, 27. He's 29. No. Yeah, I am. <laughs> oh, he'll beat you. He's closer than me. <laughs> it's true. Yes. 29. Mm. Is there anything else? Is there anything else we missed? I don't think so. Yeah, I think that's pretty much. I think much we covered all of it. I think we did. So I hope you guys enjoyed yeah. this episode. So, uh, yeah, until Thank next time. Thank you for welcoming me back. Yep, it's no problem. Hope to have you on at some point again. And now we're going to watch uh, Captain Marvel. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I was like frowning for a second like gross. <laughs> he was about to say, I got to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bye. All right, guys, until next time. Peace.